ago. Good morning. Happy Sunday, the 17th of July. This is the Hank and Mike Show at WVEWLP Brattleboro 107.7 FM, your community radio station. Uh, the views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the host and guests, not of this radio station. Good morning. Welcome to the studio. Special guest, your favorite, my favorite, Mr. Keen Kars. <laughs> what up, everybody? Good morning, Rattleboro. You may have noticed that this is not Hank's voice <laughs> running the ones and twos today. This is Mike. How are you? Hank's not here today. He's at the lake and uh, hopefully having a really good time, hopefully listening in, hopefully not trying to call because I'm not going to be able to do all of the things that need to be done. There you have it. Hopefully we're going through the radio right now. Does Hank like fishing? No. Hates it. <laughs> he, doesn't get, he doesn't get it. Why would you want to sit there out in the sun with the bugs <laughs> and the, the animals and like just sit there and like throw a thing out in the water and pull it back? Doesn't make sense to him. Well, he might have a point there. <laughs> hey, I find a lot of relaxation and joy in just no. being out there. Whether I catch the fish or not, I like to just be out there. Mike, do you drink beer when you're fishing? Never. <whistles> Almost never. Uh, when I'm by myself, I never do. When I'm kayak fishing with friends, I would say I never do. Uh, if I'm in a boat... That's different. So your your kayak doesn't have like a one of those fancy little cooler joints on it? It actually does have what you would consider to be like a water storage unit. Oh, yeah. That I could, in fact, put some ice cubes in and uh, maybe a six-pack, I bet. But I never have. I just never tried it. I also have enough storage space that I could strap a cooler on, no problem. I would personally, I would probably... I would have some beers there, and then if I caught like a fish, like a bass or something, yeah, I would pour a little beer down the th- bass's throat just to, <laughs> before I threw him back, just <laughs> just to, as a reward, just to say thanks for thanks giving a lot, me buddy. a little bit of time. Yeah, I don't know if that would work, but uh, yeah, I don't know either. Let me uh, let me just go on the internet here and make sure we're streaming. I like to do that every now and then, you know. Uh, you know, because the text messages aren't coming in, so I just don't know if we're, uh... I worry, Keen. <laughs> when I'm in charge, I worry. I always worry I'm going to do something wrong, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There we go. We're good. It's all good, baby. We're going it's through. all good. We're going through, loud and clear. Double J's coming to my uh, rescue there. So anyway, yeah, Hanky Boys, uh, he, he went up to Lake Dunmore today, or for the weekend. Do you think he likes hanging out at the lake, or does he hate that, too? Oh, no, he loves that. We could fairly say that Hank hates most things, uh, like leaving his house and, like, seeing <laughs> people. But he loves going up to the lake. Small crowd, select crowd. Uh, they just chill. They, they cook out. They grill. They, I, I guess... Uh, uh, one of the boys got a smoker, so they've been practicing with that. Apparently, the last time they went up, they did a brisket for like seven or eight Ooh, hours. Brisket. And it was amazing. You know, being a homeowner with a nice yard, <laughs> maybe it's something I should look into down the road. If you're a vegetarian, can you do uh, t- 
tofu brisket. <laughs> Absolutely. You can do whatever you want, King. You just have to have I a little imagine, imagination. Can't imagine that being all that good, though, Mike. I mean, you've got the imagination, clearly. Yes. You're sitting here doing some graffiti doodling. art. Doodling on the back of a piece of paper. And just to think, I was just, just a few short moments ago, I was in dreamland. You know what's fun about this is that one of my notes over here... Go, go. ...is uh, Keen and his graffiti. <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about it, and here you are doing it. As long as I don't get chased by the cops, because I'm a little too old to run now. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, another note. Old bodies. Boom, right there. Woo! <laughs> You're hitting old them all. bodies. <laughs> it's like you knew what I wanted to talk about. Wow. But uh, let's, start with your, uh, let's start with graffiti, because... Um, a couple weeks ago, I went Jace. to uh, Exit 1. What is that place called? Is it the Vermont Marketplace? Is that the name of it there now? I think so. It used to be the Outlet Center. Yeah, the Outlet Center. Now it's, I guess it's Marketplace, I right? I think it's called the Vermont Marketplace. At Exit 1, maybe, or something. And uh, good friends of ours, uh, co-bandmates of yours, have opened the good spot. And I went there to see a show last, I think it was two Sundays ago? No, that was last Sunday. It was last yeah. Sunday. Wow, time flies. I mean, a lot of stuff has been going on in your life. Oh, God, I've been so busy. Um, I would know. A local uh, musician, uh, Jed Bloom, did a, a two-hour set with, what is that called, the hand pans? Yeah, well, did you like that? Oh, I loved it. It was so fun. Uh, there were maybe 10, 15 people there, and it's just like, I don't know if you call it like ethereal music, ethereal, or... Ethereal, ethereal music. It's just like, it's it's really cool. And uh, I had a couple mocktails, yeah, mixed with some CBD from <laughs> the good folks at the Good Spot. And uh, the CBD kicked in, and I was just felt like I was melting into the chair. <laughs> it was so nice. But Mike, CBD is not THC. No, 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 right? it's not. It's different, right? Totally it gets, different. It mellows you out more, right? Sort of. It's a different component of the cannabis plant but it doesn't get you high i don't think i don't know but it definitely mellowed me out and it like my nice. my limbs felt like they were relaxed and and then the music going too and just like the vibe and like the hippies and yeah it was great but you, what you, i wanted to mention to you was the tables where i was sitting were uh, graffiti art tables <laughs> created by you yes they were and the how how long did it take you to whip those up? Um, they, you, I would say whipping up is is not the right term because it doesn't. It's yeah. not something. It's not something you just like wake up. Did they roll out of bed and whip one up? They take a little while, like some planning and. Did they hire planning. you to build those or no? Were no, they I have, in your I, stock. I have a bunch of them, and I when they were setting up and they have the lounge area. Yeah. And we we just kind of like mutually think they were like, you know. It would be cool if you could put a few of them in there. I was like, yeah, no problem. Yeah, let's do it, you know. Did so, they purchase them from you or is no, it more no, like... No, no, they just... If somebody w was in there and said they really liked it and wanted to buy it, it would be boom, available, gone. yeah. Absolutely. It That's would be... Go for, the, for the right price, of course. Yeah? What do you think the right price would be uh, for one of the I would never do that over the air. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 well, that's an interesting thing about art because my father's big into art. And he's gotten really good at the watercolors and the oils. Well, he used to do oils. Now he just does watercolors. And your father's art is good. I've seen it. And, uh, well, how do you price your art? You know? Very high. Well, you start high and just see yeah, what you, happens. I guess you kind of have to figure it. You just have to be involved in the, 
in the in the whole you know thing the whole market of it sort of like your father probably knows right because if he goes if he does a few shows he knows a few people yeah boom 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 so that's just basically what what i would do you know as a as an artist and also think about your time if you're an artist you know how much time did you spend on it and you want to get make sure you get compensated for that a little you know so time materials equipment and if you know just make sure you're good that's all <laughs> well no, even if you're not good <laughs> even if you're not I mean, good. that's the thing what, what like art what is art it's such Whoa. an interesting thing to me it's a very deep question Mike. yeah well you've been doing art your whole life i have never done what i consider to be art um well it, maybe you've done things that you don't know that it's art well you do like welding right? i do that but yeah. i i don't set prices for my work <laughs> i never have i never even thought about it I I did once build a uh, a planter box out of core ten steel sheet metal for a good friend of mine who gifted it to her mother or her parents, and I charged her material, and I charged her maybe a hundred dollars for everything else. That's lenient. And that was like probably I would say fifteen dollars an hour for my time, which is dirt cheap <laughs> but it was more like yeah but you're hooking up a friend you're that's not, right you're not selling it to some like rich gonzo you know from and, and it's not like i'm creating the art as an artist this is a one-time thing that my friend said hey could you do this and i said let me give it a shot and then she's like you have to charge me for some time because i wasn't even going to yeah i mean that's one of those things you have to figure out as an as an artiste, you just have to figure out what you want to make and how to charge, and you know, that's just, it's not an easy thing. Yeah, well, you've been doing the graffiti thing your whole life. I assume you started out as a punk kid doing it on the, the mean streets of New York. <laughs> I did start out as a punk kid. I actually rode on subway trains and stuff, and and actually, to be honest with you, when I was doing it, and now you know, it's it's a worldwide thing now. I mean, you know, well, Banksy is a He's huge, and Banksy is a graffiti artist. And then think of these guys like Basquiat and all those yeah, guys. Yeah, you ba- did you grow up in that era? Yeah, I used to see him around. You were of on the almost street. the same age. You're a little younger. Or? Yeah, he used to write Samo, like he would write that around with like these little sayings. Yeah, and then he's you know he was also he did his own art, which isn't really graffiti art. I mean, people are familiar with his art, but but as as he was be, you know he was sort of you know like a street artist maybe. Yeah, or, right. And, he, you know, think about, like, one of his paintings, well, if I, I, you know, posthumously, but, like, he, he sold for, like, one of the highest selling prices ever, right? It just went for somewhere in, like, Japan or something, you know. So. For a bas- Basquiat? Yeah, for a Basquiat painting, Basquiat. yeah. Well, I know that Banksy is, uh, his piece is sold for 25-plus million. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know if Basquiat's quite that level, but maybe. I don't know. So he's driving around London in a big Rolls Royce and Allegedly. Do, doing graffiti. We don't like, even know if it's a he. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows who he is. But uh, in that same era, we had the uh, the soup can dude, um, Andy Warhol. Warhol. That was a little before, though, or was that the same? That was before. That was like '60s pop art kind of thing. My parents had a soup can they bought from the Andy Warhol shop. Yeah, and it was a soup can. You like? Do they you still can open have up it? the top and put things in it, so it became like a laundry bin. <laughs> and and let me let me guess. No, it, it I don't think we still have to life it. at some point. Yeah, I think. Could it, you imagine if that was still in possession? I might be worth a lot of it might be worth a lot of money. Oh, definitely. That is lying in like a landfill somewhere. <laughs> yeah. That stinks. 
But Jeez. anyway, uh, your graffiti. Uh, when did you? Th- when do you think you like transitioned into uh, selling graffiti? Um, later on, obviously, like I was saying, like graffiti became so so worldwide and big. It was you know kind of interesting for me to see that you know like but like you know I wouldn't have thought I never thought when I was do- younger when I was a punk you know yeah. messing things up that it was going to become this gigantic huge you know viable art thing you know so um when i was a little older i always kind of kept doing it just not like you know i was not running around doing it on the street but i was always sketching and doodling and stuff so then i just started you know doing some canvases when i was older and then started doing like things like tables and things you can hang up yeah, but you've done some murals as well. Yeah, I still do some murals here and there. I just did one down in Brooklyn. I know you got hired out for a big one in Brooklyn. Yeah. And then there's rumors that somebody was interested in potentially doing something in West B. That's rumors, Mike, okay? I know, I know. I, I know, know a lot of rumors. Rumors and innuendo, they fly in this we're, we're gonna small keep, world of ours. We're going to keep some of those rumors to ourselves right now. But uh, also, there's another rumor that a mutual friend of ours is trying to get you to design a piece for... A wall in his office. Oh. And that's probably going to happen. Rumors. If if you pushed it a little bit, it would definitely happen. (laughs) But I I don't know. Push. Push. into it? Push, babe. Of course, yeah. I think I just spoke with with him the other night, but we won't say who him is. Ah, you can say whatever you want to say. you hear about that guy, Ruben? (laughs) (laughs) We got about 13 people listening, so it's all good. Oh, good. Uh Uh-oh. Somebody's texting me. Hey, hey, time. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. So anyway, yeah, I, I just, I, I, the whole concept of art to me is just interesting. And, and uh, like, I've never considered myself an artist at all. And it's just interesting, like, when you transition into trying to sell your pieces, like, where do you begin? And, yeah, you, you know, like, my easy, father yeah. has been doing it for a long time now. And his pieces can go anywhere from, like, I would say 500 to 1,000 now. And uh, they've gone up over the years because there's a little bit of a demand. Well, I mean, that's the thing is if you get a demand, then you're, you're, you're in a better position. So, yeah. you're, you know, like you, you have to start out slow, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and it helps to be good. Uh, he enters a lot of his pieces into uh, statewide comp- not shows, not competitions, but I guess yeah, like, like like um, group, group collective shows, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then they always generally award stuff so it is kind of a competition yeah you know and those types of things bring in art clients. Is, art is a competition music art everyone's i guess it all is everyone's on top of each other like a rat race <laughs> you're trying to get the almighty buck <laughs> yeah. but uh he's done very well recently my father and just in the last three months just surprisingly kind of out of nowhere just like boom 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 paid for like a year's worth of supplies that is awesome you know What's weird, too, is that Hank's father is also an artist, right? Correct. Brian? Yeah, Brian Ireland. So it's funny that both of you guys have fathers who do art, but neither one of you does art. Well, Hank's wife does art, too. But Hank is also a photographer, so he's... he's Yeah, but he's not practicing like he should be. Yeah. I don't know what that means, he should be. Does he hate the camera, too? I I don't think he does. I think he (laughs) loves the camera. But when I say he's not practicing like he should be, what, what does that even mean? What do I know? Well, it means you know? that he should be out there, like, you know, with this digital camera shooting everything he sees. Yeah, but it's time, it's investment, it's like, is that where you're at in life? Yeah, maybe Are not. Are you passionate, or, you know? You have to have a passion for it. Okay? I think that 
now this is going to Hank's boss, Glenn. And Hank and Glenn, has, they should, every single project they do, Hank should photograph it afterwards for the catalog. And I know Glenn used to talk about that. And, it, you know, Glenn doesn't need it for a portfolio. But it would just be really cool to have that progression, the collection of all your work. Yeah. You get to be 60 years old and you could make a book. All the different stages of the job. The Absolutely. Jabs. But, you know... Our friend Remy Brooks, you know the local. Yeah, like he, she was working with Glenn for a while, and he asked her to. T- she's pretty good, but she uses a phone. You know, she doesn't use a camera, and she took a lot of pictures for Glenn, and he used them. You know, Glenn's a very creative guy, and he took the pictures and worked up a little portfolio, and he used our other friend Timmy Thrasher. I didn't know that to uh, make like a sort of like a brochure. I guess it was online brochure or something. See, I haven't seen that. Yeah. I haven't heard about I that. Know. So you they feel need some, like that would be something I would be in the know on? They need some marketing, okay? Maybe I just don't pay attention. Maybe that's it. But anyways, if, you, if you're listening, go by um, Exit 1 to our friend's, you know, the Good Body Spot. It's an awesome place. They do massages? They do massages. It's not, there's no alcohol, but you can have these great mocktails and teas and coffee and there's like herbs and things you can buy there. And if, you, you know, if you're interested, check out the tables. You'll see what we're talking about. Absolutely. You know? yeah. I would strongly recommend that. Uh, I actually gifted them a mirror. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, from that my cool, yeah. house that was left, and I don't know anything about it. Maybe it's an old, old, expensive mirror. Well, I gifted it to him. Mike was in his house. He was like, "Mirror, mirror on the wall. <laughs> Who's the most handsome of them all?" And they were like, "The mirror said Hank." And it you were said like, Hank. Right, you're going out, baby. You are going out. <laughs> so I had a nice spot on my wall where the mirror was. So guess what I did? What? I went to my father's basement. Oh yeah, you and I stole a bunch of his old oil paintings that he's not interested in selling that had just been taking up space. And I've got well, I got four of them, five of them. And he had this really awesome archway series of a window, an arch window from a cathedral in England. And England. He, he had just done for fun a seasonal painting, and he got three of the seasons. He did spring winter and fall of the same archway he never did a summer and i'm like you got to do me a summer now i'll I'll commission it and he's like why don't you pick up the brush and do it yourself wow come on dad then i just walked away (laughs) walked away but uh anyway really cool i'm i'm happy to have the pieces yeah that's cool uh i'm i'm going to rotate them throughout the seasons in and the then spot. sell them. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I mean, he did tell me if anyone ever asks about them and they want to take them off your hands, do it. I said, okay. All right. Deal. Them's the deals, baby. Yeah. That's what I said. All right. That's enough talk about art. Now let's talk about something else. Let's get into my notes. Wow, Mike has notes. That's awesome. I got a whole book of notes today. What? Uh, let's start off with... Nope, let's not. We're going to come back to this one. Today's July 17th, right? Yeah. Gosh. Thank you. Uh, let's just start with summer weekends. Summer S- everything. Summer's the shortest season, and it's kind of sad, but... Oh, my God. It goes by so quick. But the thing is, is like it's not sad when it's like humid and hot, and you're like, oh, this is terrible. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, to be honest with you, my favorite season is fall. Wow. I like late summer, early fall, into late fall even. I just, 
even Chris, the crispiness of like early winter, I just hate snow. You hate winter. I hate snow. Oh. I don't mind cold. I just don't like the snow. Well, I mean, Mike, you wear like a you wear, this, you wear a hoodie like all year round, so obviously. Because yeah. you can. <laughs> it, I got enough body fat that I stay warm. Well, that's. It's the snow. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, summer, summer, so busy. Are you finding yourself with free time? Do I find myself a free time ever? Well, I have enough time to come here and do an in, a interview. Yeah, but it's... This a, isn't an interview. It's that's just a, a thing. That is a thing, yeah. You know? I do not have a ton of free time. I'm sorry. I feel like I do have free time, but I'm trying to fill it with stuff. Stuff, And okay. I find that I, I have a hard time just not doing. Well... Do you find that ever? You haven't been fishing that much. I haven't. And you used to... You used to fish a lot when I used to be like, Mike, well, meet me for a beer. And you're like, can't do it. I'm out on the river. That was COVID, <laughs> though. Oh. I mean, that was really, I really started fishing the first 2020, beginning of COVID. What you was know? that again, COVID? I don't even know what that is. Oh, it's still out there, buddy. No, nah, I know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I just, I, I have a hard time just like chilling. <laughs> I don't know if I just feel like I got to do stuff all the time. Well, the good thing about summer is that there's like a lot of music. Like, so you, there's... There's music outside, you know, and that's yeah. that's what that's great, you know, like it's it's a lot it's of fun nice going places. It's nice because you're able to relax. Yeah, it's doing an event. You can do it with friends, but you're like relaxed. Ooh, which reminds me, CBD of all the fun music's happening soon, and we'll go through that in a minute. Mike's about to embark on some kind of a musical. Well, we quest. can get into my weekend if you want. <laughs> How's your weekend looking, Oh, right? my gosh. Busy, busy, busy. I managed to go fishing all day Friday. Oh, see? Uh, like a, there I go. It's just got, I just got shot down. Let's start with the food truck roundup Thursday nights. Food truck roundups is great. Uh, and last Thursday, was we, we were there. We both went together. Yes. Well, kind of together. We met intentionally. Mike was sort of on a date. Not really. Oh, let's not, not say me. that word, buddy. Never say the <laughs> word date, okay? That's not, that's not ready for air yet. Hey, hey, hey. Hey! Um, no, the food truck roundup was great, man. There was like 2,000 people there. Peter Miles Band, starring our buddy Tim Thrasher on the, the bass. Rocking, rocking the ones and twos, making the musics. They're, they're, they're polished. Yes, they are. Well, I, well, they're a wedding band. They make a lot of money playing events. Yeah, yeah. they're real, real good, real fun. If you missed that one, I'm sorry. You missed a good one. That was a good one. But uh, yeah, lots of people coming through. I strongly recommend trying to get out and do it. If you haven't done it and you're local, Thursday nights at the Retreat Farm, stop by. Give it a shot. Also, I mean, there's a lot of food there, which is, I mean, I, I didn't realize it, but there's like, you know, probably a dozen trucks, food trucks. So, I mean, a lot of choices if you want to get hungry. They got a lot of food. They got their own uh, beer permit. It's, it's pretty funny. There's like a dozen food trucks and, and me and Mike just end up on the line for the beer. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I like to eat food at home. Yeah, me too. It's cheaper. I have it. If I don't eat it, it gets thrown out. Well, we had, what do we have? A couple fiddleheads, and that's kind of like it. That's like a meal in itself. I only <laughs> had one fiddlehead myself. Oh, did you? Wow, that was very, yeah. uh, very, uh, very lenient of you. Yeah, well, you know, then we, we went out and sampled some wares from uh, Tyne. Ah. Down nice. the hill here. Yeah, yeah. But uh, definitely, the, the food trucks have been fun. Very popular, very busy. If you if you are going for food, I, I recommend getting there early because the lines do tend to back up. The beer line doesn't. It goes quick. But um, 
it does seem like certain trucks have more of a line than others, right? Absolutely, And that yeah. doesn't necessarily mean as certain foods are better than others, just there's some, some popularity issues yeah, there, I guess, Yeah, people got right? their favorites. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so the food truck roundup, that Is was... That, that barbecue truck that's right when you can't come in, when you walk in off the... Uh, yeah. Is that new? I think it's been there for a couple of years. Oh, okay. But My I, bad. I heard good things. I haven't tried it. But, uh, yeah, so Thursday night, food truck roundup. Uh, then we popped down to Tyne for a few. Uh, and for people who don't know, Tyne is formally formally duo. So it's right on the corner restaurant there. Restaurant duo. It's and, now called Tyne, yes. Uh, one thing that uh, Jason, the owner, is doing is he's doing a promotion where if you go in and you tag yourself in a photo on social media, you can fill out a little raffle ticket and you get entered into a $50 gift certificate uh, ch- raffle or challenge every week. So I do that, you know, why not? No Go wonder in. I've been seeing all these pictures of people drinking at Tyne. It's popping up all over my Instagram and all over my Facebooks. Including myself. And me. I haven't got the $50 yet, though. Nope, but friend of ours, Harold did. <whistles> uh, let's see, then Friday, Friday. So I went to Haverhill, Mass. Haverhill? Haverhill? Haverhill. Haverhill, Mass. Met up with a buddy from Tampa, Florida. A horse gate guy. Uh, he's up for two weeks visiting visiting his mom. And he took me out on a 14-foot Boston Whaler. Ooh, I like Boston Whalers. We put in on the Merrimack River and then one hour plus of motoring along to get to the mouth of the Merrimack and the Atlantic Ocean. Wow. I like that. Yeah, man. And we... Where does that come out? It is uh, just south of Salisbury, Mass. So like almost the border of New Hampshire. Salisbury Hill, baby. Yeah, and super busy, uh, what what would you call it? I don't even know what you call it. Mouth, uh, harbor, uh, super busy. Delta. Delta. Whatever. Lots of boat traffic. So we set up sort of near, a little off the main channel, and got our fishing rods ready to go. We were doing some drop fishing where you just drop a weight to the bottom. You're anchored in place. You let the tide sort of take your, your bait. We had clams and hope the striper come through. Oh, you were fishing with clams? You put them on the hook? Yep. Wow. Yep. So you just sit there, which is kind of boring, but it's nice because you're on a, a nice boat and sunny and beautiful, and we're drinking a couple beers and you're getting sunburned and, and catching up. Well, five minutes after we got our hooks in the water, the anchor lines broke. Because of the, the, the channel waves, like the uh, traffic, a lot of waves. Yeah. And, uh, well, we bounced once, and the, the rope broke. And so we're drifting. And we tried drift fishing for, like, 45 minutes. And the problem is, is you're dragging your weight on the bottom. Every time it hits a bump, it feels like there's a fish. <laughs> so after 45 minutes, he said, forget this. We're going to buy a new anchor. Took us two and a half hours. To find a marina that would sell us an anchor for $120 plus line, new line. Got back to the, the, the channel, and we were right off the channel this time, new spot. Got all set up again, hooks in the water. After about 40 minutes, he said, this is terrible. We're getting bounced all over the place. Let's go back to the first spot we did. He catches a little striper, 22 inches. Oh, that's not that little. No, it was a big fish, but it was three inches short of the slot to keep. Right. So we couldn't keep it. And then it was four o'clock and we had to leave. Do you like, do you, do you like eating striper? 
I would eat striper. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, we didn't. I didn't catch anything. I got a lot of sun. They call that skunked. Okay. I got skunked. But it was still just really nice to be out on the water. Yeah, that it was nice like to it was catch awesome. up and just like spend a day. But I was bushed. <laughs> you know, I, I left my house at six in the morning. I got back at nine at night. A lot of sun. Probably not enough water. Probably not enough food. But uh, still, fun day. And then uh, yesterday, Rumi and me went up to Lake Winnesquam, New Hampshire. Mike, you're all over the place. That's what I'm saying, man. Summer. Summer nights, summer yeah. weekends. You don't do that in the middle of the winter. No, that's the thing. I feel like you got to pack it in in the summer. And I, I, I'm, like, I'm almost looking forward to fall to like maybe just relax a bit. Summer's just too short, unless you live in Brazil or some, some place like that. Close, close to the uh, equator? No snow down there, right? I don't know. I'm sure there's snow in parts of Brazil. I've never been there. The Brazil bobsled team. <laughs> well, we, there was a Jamaican bobsled team, and I don't wow. think they get snow. They have sand. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yesterday, Rumi and me went up to Winnesquam for Family Lake Day. Nice. Dro- drove around the lakes of New Hampshire. That, that area is beautiful. Have you ever been wow. through there? Um, I think I have, yeah. Winnesquam. I think. Winnipesaukee. Yeah, Winnipesaukee, yeah. Uh, the, the one where they filmed on Golden Pond. I don't remember what it was called. That's where they filmed. I thought that was in Maine. No, that's New Hampshire. Wow. Squam Lake, New Hampshire. That was in New Hampshire? Yeah, man. It's uh, it's sort of like the western edge of the lakes region. What about the Whites? You ever been up into the White Mountains? I do. I have. I've been on the top of Mount Washington. Yes, I have. You hike it or drive it? I I hiked. Nice. My car has not climbed Mount Washington, okay? Mine hasn't either, (laughs) but neither have I. Hey, whoa, whoa. I've never been on top of Washington. No, I was up there. It... With the with the plaque that says you know the highest wind, top you know the highest wind mile per hour or whatever. You know your kids getting to the age where that stuff might might be something might he'd be interested in. Yeah, if you can skateboard up there, he'd be interested. Well, that's a, that's a thing. <laughs> that that is his passions are not probably not hiking. No, this skateboard has climbed Mount Washington. Yeah, I think he's a little more adrenaline high speed as as opposed to like the low speed. Hiking is a nice thing in the summer, man. You just mellow out. Have some CBD, smoke a big spliff. <laughs> You're all about CBD today. <laughs> no, I'm just. I don't even think you I use don't really. CBD. I don't even. I don't use THC or CBD. No, so. you don't have to, but I, you're promoting it for I some know, reason. I don't have to because it's. I'm naturally stop, stoned. Stop pushing, man. Hey, man, stop pushing me, you're you pushing. pusher. I felt like I was pushing last week when I was talking about uh, all that stuff. No, I mean, but that's it's legal and it's good. Like the CBD stuff is good for All you, man. Right. I'm told I gotta play a commercial. Let's go. I don't know how if I'm gonna be able to rock that, but let's give it a shot. You can keep talking for a minute. Okay, it seems like we everything we've been talking about has been a commercial. We just well, we've we been were, plugging. Unfortunately, we're plugging not underwriters. Right. Well, that's the thing. Is we gotta plug underwriters, okay. not just regular people. I gotta look for. Zephyr, there Zephyr. it is. Now let me see if I can get this to work here. Mike looks good behind the board there. Look at him. Okay, wow. ready? I'm going to try this. I'm shutting our mics off and I'm going iMac. Here we go. WVEWLP is underwritten in part by Zephyr Designs, offering a wide selection of art supplies for children and adults and creative custom framing of almost anything you want framed at 129 Main Street in Brattleboro. 
family owned and operated since 1975. Zephyr Designs, 802-254-2788. Okay, we're back. That was uh, Zephyr, Zephyr, Zephyr Design, just down the, down the street here. That sounded official right there. Um, I'm being asked if that's not Corp reading the ad, and I can guarantee you it's not my buddy Corp reading that ad. It's, uh, I believe it's Andrew. He used to do a show with uh, uh, my old neighbor, who was the first guy who helped move me downtown. Uh, he lived in my building through the wall and uh, has since moved on to a better place. Do you miss your apartment? I miss things about my apartment, yes. Like your... I miss my apartment, yes. Like your, your, your ability to be by yourself? Yes. That is really the only thing that I miss, truly. It's just like being, being by myself, having my own space. But that's okay. Uh, I'm moving on in life. Yes, you I'm are. Investing in things. Good. And I'm, I think I'm making the right moves and decisions. Well, look, you know, it's where you live out there is beautiful. And 100%. Despite the fact that you have roommates and tons of people dropping no, in tons. on you. No, not tons. It's been better. Okay, good. We're, we're, uh, we're mellowing out on that. And you know what? We're, we're trying to come to terms with uh, all of it. I drop in once in a while. Uh, you, you drop in invited. <laughs> you've never just dropped in. I know, that's true. So that's a thing. But uh, let's move back a, a few steps. Oh, who am I talking with? Let me reintroduce myself here. Uh, this is the Hank and Mike Show, WVEWLP Brattleboro 1077. Hank is not here today, and joining me in the studio is good friend of mine and your favorite, Keen Curse. Welcome yeah. back. I don't know why I had to do that. I guess Mr. McNiff, Mr. McNiff missed the beginning of the show, <laughs> which is disappointing. You missed the best part. The best part. <laughs> we talked art. We talked basically that's it. Old bodies is what I wanted to do. Did talk you guys? On my weekend. Do you and um, Hanky, do you guys still play music or not really? No. We haven't done music in years. Oh, wow. The only time music gets played on the show is if uh, someone's got to run to check the weather and traffic. <laughs> Or if someone someone has to run to the well, that, to the yep, loo, that's the same thing. Wink, wink. <laughs> the same, nudge, the same nudge. Thing. Checking I the weather, check wh- weather and traffic. And now for the traffic. Correct. Half hour later, you're like, ah, oh, feeling much better now. You mean like three minutes? <laughs> I wish. I wish. Uh, let's see. I'm going back here. We're talking kids. I want to talk your kid, uh, Rowan, growing up in the world. True. Getting real good at skating, getting real good at soccer. He ran the 4th of July four-miler, uh, what, two weeks ago? That was fun. Uh, what did he, he did well for, what is he, 12? Yeah, that was the first time, that was the first road race he's or any kind done. of race he's ever done. Right. Right. So he, he his expectations were pretty high, right? Well, I mean, it, he's, his he thought he was going to, he always thinks he's going to win everything. <laughs> yeah, which is. Which is probably a good way to think about great, it. It's a great, great. Yeah. Great attitude for a kid. But he was very, um, he learned a lot. Like, he learned that it wasn't as easy as he thought it was going to be. That's so. the, the important thing is that he learns the lessons yeah. from, from the experience, you know. But he still, like, I looked at his time uh, afterwards, and he, he ran well. Yeah, he kept at it. I think he was, like, eight-minute miles, 8.30s maybe? Wow. I think, which is really good for 12 years old, for four miles on a hot summer day. 
But uh, his passions are, are soccer and skateboarding. Right. What do you think about that? Um, I think it's great. Well, first of all, I think it's great that a kid has a passion, right? Like they, and they're and they're chasing it and following it and learning. So anything that a kid does, except that, unless it's like passion was robbing banks or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like, Dad, guess what? I'm gonna steal the police car and go rob. Oh, good man, that's great. You know what? Make sure you do like you know. Make sure you don't get caught. I don't all. think you need to. <laughs> let's, yeah, no, no. No, I mean, you know, it's, it's great, man. It's, you know, he's, and, and it's nice to see him getting better all the time. And He's improved at skateboarding, like, dramatically. Yeah. And he's starting, to, I think he's starting to do TikToks with it. Yeah, he's all over. Or YouTube, or. He's more TikTok. I think he, I think he just started doing YouTube. He said it was his first one. I think so. But he's like you don't know where people could find him and follow him. Well, I mean, TikTok is like you know, it's that's out of our age group. You know, I'm not a TikTok dude. So, although, what do I do? I love. I was listening. To, I listen to TikTok radio every now and again. <laughs> I don't even know what that is because it's out of my age range. Um, I'm looking up his uh, Instagram right now. He's got a couple. Uh, you mind if I I share it? No, oh, it's fine on the radio. Yeah, that's good. So, Rowan Kars, Instagram, uh, big into skateboarding right now. A lot of good skate videos. Up to 429 followers. Pretty good. For a, it's, it's a new new thing. Uh, his, his title name is New underscore Rowan. N-E-W underscore R-O-W-A-N. And uh, I want to promote the, uh, the skate videos because I think, I think he's gonna do something with it no i think well that's that's another that's kind of like an art form right with the oh yeah setting up you know having your friends and him yourself and figuring out all these things it's kind of cool well i mean speaking of art when i was young the 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 ski guy who would go off the cliffs i don't remember what his name was (laughs) but that was a huge evil knievel huge huge thing and like they just started as guys who would who would cliff jump and you got to have a videographer you got to have an editor and they would make these these films, and then they would release them. And the whole process is an art form. And you know, to take the skating, to take his buddies, to start that process, I think it's great. You know, the the, the filming, the editing, the layout, the whole thing. You know, plus the skating and the tricks. And then you know they they take them and they put music to it and they edit them together. It's really cool. Yeah. It's really, it's nice, it's fun, I like them, it's fun to watch, you know. And it's not an underground thing anymore. It's like, real, (laughs) it's legit. It's legit, yeah. He could definitely use that and and turn it into something real, which I hope you're on board with. Yeah, as long as he doesn't knock out more teeth, he already knocked out a couple. Well, maybe someday he can pay for his own teeth, (laughs) you know? Well, that's, that would be very helpful, to be honest with you. Did you ever think about maybe learning how to edit and do it too? Oh man, that's... I know. probably could, yeah. That would be fun. Hard to teach an old dog new tricks, but you're a smart guy. You could do it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just like the skating, the soccer, the, the race, the biking, he's come a long way since I met him, that's for sure. Well, you know, that that's one kid, speaking of seasons, he loves, well, he loves skiing. Like, yeah. You know, but not skiing like he loves, you know, the... He likes the trick aspect. Yeah, the, 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 the terrain park skiing with the... Just the three sixties and all that and stuff. And you guys always go. You always get season passes down to. We usually go down to Berkshire East. Berkshire East, yeah, which is down in Mass. Do they have a train park? 
eh, they, it's not great. They had a, you know, the whole COVID thing took out some terrain park. But but speaking of seasons and stuff, that, that kid loves the middle of the winter. He loves snow. He likes the cold. When the winter ended, he was all upset, you know. <laughs> like, most people are like, oh, Jesus Christ, finally, you know. Yeah, me. That's me. So, so he was like, you know, I'm really upset. But then, you know, then soccer kicks in and skateboarding, and he forgets about yeah. it. But um, So what what level is he at for soccer right now? Um, well, he's in U. He plays, he plays in like a U14 team. For the Storm. Yeah, for Brattleboro Storm. Brattleboro yeah. Storm. And now he's playing over in New Hampshire. Oh, where, where's he at? Swansea. They have like a field house there and they have some some travel teams as what's well. the age for that one that's like in the 14 you know the, the 12 to 14 so he's 12 and he's playing with 14 yeah. year olds that's pretty impressive that's pretty good yeah and he holds his own yeah i mean you know he'll get knocked down by a big kid and stuff but that's yeah, kind of good for him yeah it. that's good for him and and that's you're going to continue on with that trajectory you hope yeah as long as he wants to do it i don't force my kids to do stuff but yeah but i support nice <laughs> And also in Swansea, they actually have a little, they, inside the field house, they have a little bar with, with some microbrews there. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. That's helpful. What about so, down in Bernerston? They don't? Bernerston did not, but that Bernerston is done. So that was the IAS. Done, done, done. Yeah, they went out of business. Oh, really? Yeah. The bubble. The big bubble that people probably see on, uh, from 91, you used to be able to see yeah. it. Then. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That was a great spot. And it that was, was really cool. How far is Swansea? The Swansea, Swansea is... Right before you get to Keene, you just turn off. So it's, you know, 20 30, minutes, 25, 20? yeah. That's not bad. The IAS, the bubble, you know, I used to, I like to, if it's like a Sunday, you know, it's afternoon and Rowan has a game, you know, I like to have a little beer, so I'll I pour some in the coffee cup and go in there and people are like, oh, I need some coffee. Can I get a sip of your coffee? You're like, oh, I don't think you want this kind of coffee. I don't coffee. know if you should be sharing your secrets. <laughs> I don't know. But you don't have to do that at the FAC, which is what I'm saying. Is oh, yeah, yeah, because they have their own little, they little, uh, micro, they have a little like microbrewery. little area, like a little little sort of bo- like with the, with, the, with the stool so you can sit there and watch the field, which is great. You know? Now, my sister or my brother-in-law out in Cleveland, uh, he, he had done indoor soccer for a few seasons with his coworkers, and they had the same sort of setup. This was like pretty major. I mean, I don't recommend playing and drinking. Eh, <laughs> I used to. Wow! Back when I was involved with SIT for the the school and the team, like that's it, man. We'd show up. We'd we'd have a, like a thirty pack of like light beer. We wow. all have. A, <laughs> we'd all have a beer before practice. I mean, soccer is different than ba- baseball. You can do that, right? You could drink and. I mean, softball players do. I, it depends. <laughs> depends on your. <laughs> Whoops! I got a little tickle. It, it depends, depends on your constitution, yeah. I guess. Yeah. It depends on the league. It depends on what you're in for. I know, like, the SIT kids, when, when we used to play, you know, it was, it was fall, early fall, so it was nice, cool nights, and, and it was just fun. Yeah, I guess just so. have a couple beers, play the game, have a couple after, and go about your night. I mean, the thing about baseball is, you know, I used to play a lot of baseball, and I could, I'd be, like, out and play left field or right field, and you could go a whole game without getting one, having one play. <laughs> uh, professional baseballers used to play Drinking all the time. God allegedly. Damn professionals. Uh, Wade Boggs was a big drinker, I think. And I think there's an episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia where they they do a... I don't know if it was Wade Boggs or another ball player, but they fly across the country and allegedly the guy drank 60 beers. What? On a cross-country flight. 60 beers. I think beers. it was Wade Boggs, but I'm not sure. 
Anyway, check that out. Good show. He was on his way to the hospital. Yeah, then, right? That's called liver failure, I think. I remember there was certain players would smoke, remember, like in the dugout? And you would see them, like, they weren't allowed to to smoke on camera, like on TV. Yeah. But you would see, like, like Keith Hernandez, he would, from the Mets, he would be in the dugout and they would have the camera on him and you could see the smoke coming up by his face. (laughs) Well, I think they tried to take tobacco out of Major League Baseball, including smoke, less tobacco, but who knows? I guess it's a natural transition into sport talk. Is that in your notes too? Yes, it is. I got sports, man. That's what we like. Let's go, sports. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tour de France. You've been watching Tour de France. No, I haven't, but my friend is a, he's a, a official photographer for the tour. Over in France, he's an American dude. He's Jim. He's from uh, Indiana. But um, where'd you meet him? Um, he used to. He was. He lived. He lived in New York for a while. I met him when, and he was working at uh, Athlete's Foot, which is a sneaker store. He was kind of into I thought running. It was that and, stuff growing between my toes. That, that's that's another story. <laughs> but um, he uh, he was a really good biker, and I used to be into biking. So I met him, and we would bike together. And then he moved. We moved. He moved to France. And he's also a photographer, so he he got all involved in it. And now he's doing all these. He's he's like a, an official tour photographer guy, so he gets paid. And that's awesome. So I see, like you know, his feed online is great shots of them climbing and stuff. So yeah, I I just I've been checking that out, but I haven't been following any of the of the riders. I any. don't follow it, but I do enjoy to like sit down and I'll turn it on the TV right now. It's the whole month. And just, like, the visuals when you put it on your TV is just stunning. Yeah, it's awesome. Those mountains and, like, they, it's all from drones, probably, probably drones, but it but used to be helicopters. The funny thing is you see the people there and, like, the bikers all go by, like, woo, 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 and then they're gone and then you're like. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, you, you sit there. And you and go, like, you, I just saw them go by and it was, like, five minutes later. It's like, okay, now what do we do? <laughs> I guess we go home. Yeah. yeah, it's not like watching, like, NASCAR or, like, the Indy Cup or anything where it's, like, circles. They go by and they're gone. One, I mean, one you know, time. That's, that's the other end of the spectrum. Like, who can you really sit there and watch cars go around in a circle for? Watch out, buddy. We got some fans here. Like five hundred thousand. Oh, we got people. A, we got double J's. The first text I got today is a big NASCAR guy. Wow. So don't don't badmouth the cars. No, I couldn't NASCAR. do it. NASCAR. NASCAR. I couldn't do it. I, I, I don't know. I've well, never. I mean, you know, to each, everyone has their things that they like. Yeah, you know? I watch soccer. We like soccer. Soccer. A lot of people can't, don't understand it. They ask me, what the hell, what, what's wrong with you? Most people's. And I'm like, it's a beautiful game. Most people, when they talk about soccer, they go, no, there's no score. There's no scoring. And then you go, well, a lot of baseball games could be one nothing or. Yeah, plus there is also or, a lot of scoring in soccer. Yeah, there is. You little, just got to watch it. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's Speaking not, of soccer. Soccer. The women's UEFA Cup is going on right now. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know that till the other day. It looks like the uh, USA team is doing fairly well, right? I don't think they're in the European UEFA oh, Cup. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's Euro Cup, not UEFA. Euro. Oh, the we- oh so it's, it's the Euro people. Yeah, I think the women's team's been playing uh, international friendlies, getting ready for World Cup, which will be 2023? I guess so, yeah. I think it's the year after the men. The the funny thing about the World Cup this this year, women's I don't know what is the women's going to be in the same place. Do you know? No, no, oh, they don't do. This they're lucky, yeah, because yeah, it's going to be over in what what is it? Uh, Dubai? Uh, no, it's Qatar. 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 But I mean, Jesus Christ, it's hot over there. Well, that's the thing. That's a big big problem. 
And and apparently when they they built the stadiums and stuff, it was close to slave labor, if not slave labor. Very questionable practices. Even though they're like the richest country on the planet. Yeah, very, very questionable. But I'll still watch it because I love the sport. So they moved it. Normally it would be going on right now, the World Cup. Right, summer. And we'd be watching it at 99. Right now we would, yeah. In in air conditioning, we'd be enjoying ourselves. In fact, four years from now, World Cup's going to be in... In the States. North America. Yeah. Canada, U.S., and Mexico, I believe. Oh, let's go. Sneaking into studio, Ralph, good morning. He says good morning. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, Ralph last, looks like he's going to go check the, 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 the traffic right Traffic now. and weather? Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll let him deal with that, and he can, <laughs> he can tell you about it. We won't. Uh, let's see. Finally, I got horse racing. Horse racing? Yeah, wow. I, I went to work in Saratoga last week. Yeah, Mike, you know, everyone always wonders, like, you, you go to all the different horse tracks. A lot of them. But you yeah. never bet any money on horse racing. Once. And you did you and you lost. I lost it all. I did forty bucks. Uh, I think I did thirty eight dollars, maybe forty bucks. And I just picked the the number one horse and the number two horse. But I mean, if you're there and you're talking to all the like you're involved with all the people there, do they give you like advice on horses? Oh, right. that's a great question. Uh, I never have. I've never tried. I don't know. It's not your thing, really, right? So I go to the tracks, and most of the horses that are on track, they school. They, they go into the gates to go out of the gates. The starter knows the horses. Is it, a, is it an ordinary horse? Does he like being in the gate? Does he get out quick? Does he get out clean? I could probably try and... Parlay pick, that into some wings? Yes, maybe. But honestly, there are so many horses, so many races, so many tracks, I wouldn't even know where to begin you know, and I'm sure it's frowned upon. But Saratoga has started. I really want to go. Let's jam another thing into my busy schedule. Uh, I say it every year, and I probably won't. I probably won't find the time. I would go there. Well, that's the thing is I would love to go. The problem is is just making it happen. You know, it's a two-hour drive from here. It's a nice drive. And then, of course, the event itself is, is beautiful and fun and crazy from what I hear. But I think it's kind of expensive. Well, I, it's all rich people, right? Uh, it's it's all shakes. I mean, so like when me and you go, we'll be... We'd have to dress up. We'd be, we'll be rich people, which too. Which isn't what I do. <laughs> but hey, anyway, look at those two rich guys. We got about uh, five minutes left here, so let's just... Uh, we're going to jump back into local, local happenings. I'm going to once again promote the Food Truck Roundup every Thursday for, what, in the next month and a half? I, I say check it out. Uh, I got here the Stone Church, just up the road. Uh, big local band playing tonight, Thus Love. Uh, they're making huge strides in the music industry right now. Uh, I think they're about to go big time. I think they just signed a, a record deal, label deal, and I think they're releasing their first album. And I think it's going to blow up. That's just me. I don't love music, but I think these folks are real good. You've seen them. Yes, I have. Would you go to the Stone Church tonight? I would. Uh, well, do it. It's probably going to be crowded. I oh, They'll fill the place. They'll probably be close to sellout. My other favorite local band is Moxie, which is they're doing very well also. They're where, younger. Where are they at? They're, I don't know if they're playing tonight, but they've been no, playing. No, they're not playing tonight. Not at Stone Church, but... They play around. They play at Stone Church. They're younger, so they're like teenage... They're a teenage band, so... yeah. 
but really good band so keep your eyes open for them as well that's another up and coming definitely check out moxie yeah i i know i've heard of them i've seen them play they're they're really talented young folk for sure uh finally uh not finally but i've got the downtown uh gallery walk coming up in two weeks where we're already halfway through July. Jesus, and if it felt like it was just last week, the last one, right? It was two weeks ago. I can't believe it. And thus love played. See, summer just flies by, dude. That's what I'm saying, man. It's too busy. But uh, <laughs> yeah, two weeks from now, Gallery Walk for August will be happening. I don't know which bands are playing, but it's always a good time. Come down, check that out. Uh, and then my last note is just... Uh, uh, I went on the Bradaboro.com website this morning because I wanted to look at it. They got a great little local calendar of events. Check that out for sure. They got stuff going on every day, and they have a lot of stuff. Wait, who is it? Bradaboro.com. Oh, just Bradaboro it, itself. The, yeah. I think it's just the Bradaboro Downtown Alliance webpage. But I, I just I never look at it, and there was a Dungeons and Dragons meetup that was on the calendar. I mean, there's a <laughs> oh, yeah. lot of stuff. Wow. And it's worth just checking out every day. Just go on see what's happening locally and like check it out. Do it. And then that led me to Dick DeGray, who does all the flowers downtown. And his annual budget for that is $23,000. And I think he does a fantastic job. That sounds like a lot of cash, but it's not. It sounds like a lot, but it, it really isn't. And they have a donation page that you can check out and donate to. And I just think he does a really good job. And that's that's all I got. That's I don't have all I else got. To say. What do you want to say? I just want everyone to have a great time. We got a couple. Enjoy minutes. your life. And it's summertime, so you need to get out there, get sunburned, go fishing, go to NASCAR, or go down to uh, Saratoga and see some horses run around a track. <laughs> also, Mike, we're, we're going to go. I'm going to go with you. Check out uh, check out our buddies at the Good Spot. We'll have to get them on as underwriters. I pr- probably they probably would. If we're going to promote them, they better. But uh, go check that out. Have, have yourself a mocktail. Get yourself some coffee. Look at their wares. And check out the graffiti tables from a man. Ooh, ooh, King ooh. Horse. Hey, thanks for joining me. It has been a pleasure, Mike. I can't believe how quick that went. We, we went on tangents. I didn't even hit half my notes. Well, that's what notes are for. Whatever you can, whatever you can get to, you get to. Yeah, Otherwise, well, you save start, it for next week. When we start talking the ins and outs of the art world, who would have ever thought? Not me. Who would have thunk it, dog? I just wrote graffiti. <laughs> you know, and we got into Banksy. We got into Basquette. We got into that soup can guy. And in the meantime, <laughs> Hank is just sitting on some porch somewhere looking at a lake and drinking coffee. I hope he at least listened. Does he like coffee or does he hate coffee? He hates coffee. <laughs> <laughs> he likes tea. He'll drink tea. But I don't know. Maybe he hates that too. Who knows? He likes something. He likes the lake, and he likes not seeing me. That's for sure. All right. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Stay online for the next two hours for How That Rhythm and Ralph. And we'll uh, hopefully Hank will be back next week. I don't know. We'll see. In fact, I don't think he is here next week. We'll see. Maybe I'll wing another. You got to get. You got to get another cool guest. Oh yeah, I got lineup of cool guests. Ooh, a lineup. Once again, thanks for tuning in. We'll check in later. Bye bye.